Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Scout Academy podcast. We started this podcast because honestly, we love football. And somewhere we love watching these young prospects training somewhere in some remote part of France or Italy or England who could soon develop into massive footballing personalities in a year or so. Well, we aren't restricting ourselves to youth football players, but also those experienced professionals who are damn underrated. This podcast is an attempt to technically dissect the game of these footballers and find out the external as well as indirect factors which define their on-field personality. The player who we are going to scout today is someone I have been following for almost a year now. Well, he's the closest I've seen anyone to Andres Iniesta, though he shares his first name with Iniesta's legendary colleague Xavi Hernandez. A La Masia product now playing with the PSG youth team. Our today's scout report is based on 17-year-old Xavi Simons. Xavi has been naturally inclined to Barcelona since he started playing football and that was not by his choice. His father, Regilio Simons, was a formal footballer and he always had his sights on the Catalan club as a potential destination where his son will learn to play football. And that's what exactly happened. Xavi joined Barcelona's coveted La Masia Academy at the age of 7. Since then, the midfielder has only grown probably every day of his life. It is common knowledge that La Masia graduates are taught a specific footballing language of total football combined with tiki-taka, which makes each of the youngsters totally ready for a very bright future in Spain or otherwise. And Xavi was no different. He is in fact has been the most promising academy player for the past many years. Talking about his positioning, Xavi is a central midfielder who rotates in the attacking and defensive roles on the field. He has been reported saying that he likes to provide assists rather than scoring goals himself. This was the first point why I earlier mentioned I regard his playing style as the closest to Iniesta. Well, he's got the dribbling and passing of Iniesta too. Xavi can literally move the ball from defence to attack in just a few touches and play a sublime pass to an attacker. He has quick feet and he might not be a full-fledged sprinter, but he can change his pace naturally on field, something even professional experienced footballers struggle with. It was strange that Barcelona let such a prized asset leave at the beginning of this season. But then I researched a bit more about the deal and found out that Xavi is represented by none other than Mino Raiola. Raiola is one of the most shrewdest and probably the most hated player agent due to his outspoken nature. He has constantly gone on record to voice his disagreements with the European club's managements where his players are employed. The Xavi to PSG deal looks nothing but a financial stroke by Raiola. There is no doubt that Barcelona were forced into letting Xavi leave because Raiola would have demanded some really fleshy terms on behalf of his client. Well, nonetheless, the midfielder has still landed himself at one of the top clubs in Europe, probably the best one in France. It's interesting because a breakout with Barcelona would have definitely made Xavi and his family rethink about returning to the Netherlands to a club like Ajax, which is known for its youth development. Ajax too would have welcomed Xavi with open arms, as would any club in Europe. But why France? Why PSG? 
why a club which is not very known to promote their youth talent and is focused on buying established superstars i think we could only know this if we ever get to sit with shavi and discuss his decision coming back to his prospects the 17 year old is currently playing with players elder to him in the psg under 19 setup the players struggled in the initial phase of his new psg career and this was totally because his teammates being physically stronger but recent video clips of his performances suggest that he has adapted to it interestingly it is quite evident that he uses his body feints and quick dribbles to get past his teammates or opponents he is so fast that they have a task of trying to catch him let alone physically dominating him let's talk about his future with psg Well the club expects Xavi to break into the first team by 2022. Talking about the current crop of PSG players who play in Xavi's position, Marco Verratti who is the closest to Xavi's passing style is 27 and has been in a depleting form for the last 2 years. Ander Herrera who arrived from Manchester United will probably never never be in the club's long-term plans. And Argentinian Leandro Paredes doesn't really look as someone who could become a club legend. The club needs someone to balance the midfield and looking at Xavi's qualities and capabilities he's the perfect candidate for this role. I believe uh, 2022 might just be too long for him to receive some first team action. I think if we could be tra- fast tracked next year into playing cup games nothing like it. Well, he will be 18 next year. I remember Cesc Fabregas playing for Arsenal in a cup draw at 16 so Xavi could definitely manage to perform at 18 considering he has already played for the Netherlands youth team in national games I cannot wait to see him play alongside Frankie De Jong in the orange jersey really he still has a Spain citizenship though and as per FIFA's rules he could still change his mind and fulfill his father's prophecy of following Xavi Hernandez in the Spanish national team What I observed from watching Xavi play was his defensive weaknesses. We cannot blame the youngster for this as he is still quite young and has an entire career ahead of him to try and get better at it. But this remains his current weakness overall. His attacking positioning is on point but his defensive positioning raises some eyebrows. He is often caught off guard if he or his teammates lose the ball higher up the pitch. a counter attack and his team are exposed football has evolved to an extent where we see dual responsibilities of players on the pitch a forward is the first defender of the time when the opposition are attacking a midfielder has to balance between playmaking and recovering while a defender has to create something while being a brick wall of defense well this might go down as something shavi needs to work on Being an asset when his team is under attack, his tackling is not the worst. He's actually a good tackler of the ball, but there is no value in it if he doesn't find himself at the right place at the right time to make that crucial to momentum tackle. Well, that's all for today from the Scout Academy. Do let us know your thoughts on this analysis of Xavi Simons and if you would like to add some points to our report on the player. You could comment on our Twitter handles or our Instagram handle too. Also do subscribe to our podcast for the next episodes we have some english premier league analysis coming up on our next episode where we will be joined by premier league enthusiast kartik shetty 
to shed some light on a Leicester midfielder we think was damn underrated and very less talked about. Till then, that's a wrap. We would like to take this opportunity to wish you a very safe quarantine amidst this global pand- pandemic. Thank you and see you in our next episode. Stay tuned.